Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima Laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic-grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at-home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now... This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Food Heals Podcast, episode 104. He doesn't remotely try and mess with my side of things. He trusts me that I have it, and I absolutely implicitly trust him that he has his side of things. Was it always that way? Hell no. (laughs) Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. All right, welcome Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Susie Hardy. Today we have a special episode for you. It's a biz cast where we're talking about Building a business and a life that you love. I love the BizCast, and Jill's story is really inspiring. You know, she and her husband learned how to make money online doing what they loved, and now they teach others to do the same. And I want to remind Food Heals Nation that these are adults having adult conversations, so (laughs) please, if you're with your kids or if you get offended by a little foul language, look, turn this one off, listen later because shit got real. That's right. Yes, it did. (laughs) But before we get to our interview with Jill, we have to tell you about today's sponsor. Today's show is sponsored by Acuity Scheduling. 
Are you sick of booking clients through email ping pong? You suggest a time, then they suggest a time, and before you know it, you've spent hours wasting that time just to book one person. Yes, it's the worst. Or maybe it's phone tag. You call them, leave a message, they call you, leave a message. All this wasted time trying to book an appointment that works for you both. It's frustrating, it's wasting time that you could be spending on building your business. That's exactly where Acuity founder Gavin Zuklinski found himself once upon a time in the year 2000. He saw his dear mom, Kim, struggling with her massage therapy business, just like Susie has. That's right. Just as she'd settled in to begin a session with a client, the phone would ring, instantly birthing a pit in the bottom of her stomach. Should she leave the client and get to the phone? Should she leave the phone to be with the client? How was she supposed to do it all? After all, she only had so many hands. And in a job where your hands are what people are paying for, this wasn't just a cute dilemma. It was her bottom line. That's right. So Zuklinski decided there had to be a better way, and he built it. Acuity now supports over 50,000 businesses and major corporations and has had a digital hand in helping to schedule millions of appointments and scheduling logistics worldwide. And Susie, I have to say, Acuity has definitely helped us in our business. We use it to book all our guests on the Food Heals podcast. And Susie was a little apprehensive at first. I was. I absolutely was. You know, I'm kind of tech challenged. I'm sort of self-taught. You know, I'm in my 30s. I'm not a millennial. I wasn't born knowing how to wield all this stuff. And it's constantly changing. Sure. And I think many people can understand that. Just as you learn one thing, then the technology changes. But when you said we were going to switch to Acuity... I was like, oh no, how do I, what do I have to learn? I don't even know how to do this. It's, hi, I need, a, I need, a, I need someone to teach me. <laughs> no, I did not need someone to teach me. I needed to take the plunge and just, it was very easy to learn. And once I did, I thought, oh my God, we wasted so much time before yep. trying to schedule our guests. It's so easy. So Food Heals Nation, if you run a business, book appointments, or just need some organization in your life, you owe it to yourself to check out Acuity Scheduling. Go to acuityscheduling.com slash foodheals to get a free 45-day trial. Next up, our interview with Jill. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. I think the real key is just allowing yourself to have this kind of freedom, allowing yourself to take the leap, allowing yourself to indulge that little whisper inside of you that has been screaming at you for a change. When you create a business around something you love, it no longer feels like work. So allotted vacation time doesn't exist anymore. You don't need to wait for your two weeks a year to escape your life. You don't have to live for the weekends anymore. This can be your life 24-7. Screw You is about taking what it is that you either really, really know, so you have skills at, or you're super passionate about, and then turning that into an online business. And that's what Screw You is all about, is about allowing you to create that thing that means something to you, that business that means something to you. And all we're doing is allowing you to get over those obstacles along the way. Screw You is an online tactical training community. Everything from finding your focus and picking your niche to setting up your website, building an email list to creating products, programs and services, content, podcasts, videos, webinars, Facebook ads. If it worked for us, it is in this training community. This is tactical step-by-step training videos that we haven't found anywhere else out there. This is unique and it's made specifically for you to help you take your idea and transition it into a thriving business. It's about creating that freedom where you have that business that when you wake up every day, you want to get up because you are passionate about that. That's the kind of freedom that I'm talking about there. That kind of freedom you can't learn in business school. That's the kind of freedom that lights you up inside. Screw You is for the hustlers. It's for the people who are sick of settling for the day-to-day, nine-to-five grind that they absolutely loathe. If you're ready to make that change, we want you in Screw You. This ain't your mother's business school. 
That was Jill and Josh's website trailer, which I love. And you can watch it at screwyou.co slash join. So again, today's guest is Jill Stanton. Jill is the co-founder of the Screw the 9 to 5. It's Jill and her husband, Josh's slice of the internet, where they teach unsatisfied webpreneurs how to take their business to the next level and make more money without working more hours. She's got an inappropriate love for trashy TV, has the mouth of a sailor, and isn't afraid of a tall glass of gin. My kind of girl. I know. And I did enjoy a few cocktails with her on the podcast, A Paradise Cruise. (laughs) I'm so jealous. I know. (laughs) We're so glad to have her here today. Welcome, Jill. Thanks so much for having me. Sorry, I was like mid-sip of vodka there. Because Because I know I was rolling with my people. So I was like, well, I better get my sip on. And then you went right into it. And I was like, damn it. Jill, I have a serious question for you. What's your favorite vodka? Oh, okay. So here's the thing. I'm actually a gin drinker, but I don't know. My husband's lose, like just dropping the ball and he got me vodka. And I was like, what? But I'm a, I'm a <laughs> Hendrix gin drinker. And what kind of vodka do you drink when you drink vodka? Mm, okay. So we have this like weird Canadian one called, uh, I can't, I'm going to butcher the name, but it has loons on it. And I have a cottage which has loons and that's literally what made our decision. <laughs> But it's just such a good vodka. I don't know. I can't remember the name. I'm doing a poor job here, girls. Synchronicity. No, I love it. I love it. My husband's Canadian, so, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, he's from Vancouver. Oh, nice. We just moved from Vancouver last year. I love that city. Prettiest city I've ever lived in, hands down. It's gorgeous. And you've lived in a lot of different places or you've traveled to a lot of different places? Yes, all the places it feels like. (laughs) (laughs) What's the favorite place that you've been? Mm, Like lived in or been to? Both. Ooh, you. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're sassy. Mm-hmm. Favorite one I've lived in probably would have to be Chiang Mai, Thailand, for sure. <gasps> Hands down. I love and Chiang Mai. I've yeah, been it's there. it's so chill and it's just so neat to be like walking the street with a whole bunch of Buddhist monks. And I don't know, it was just such a cool time in our lives. I think more so than the place, that's probably what makes the city stand out in our heads versus, I mean, the scenery was beautiful, but the experience of it all. And then the coolest place I've been, damn, (laughs) I'd probably have to say, well, it might change this year because we're going to go to Positano, Italy, but right now it might change. (laughs) I lived in Italy. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like you and I are spirit animals or something. (laughs) Jill, we're going to have to meet on a cruise and drink vodka and gin together. Allison's already had the privilege. I'm I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop interrupting you. You answer the question. <laughs> That's okay. The coolest place I've been would probably be, as of now, Halong Bay, Vietnam. That was such a once-in-a-lifetime experience. And why so? Because it was a three-day tour on this, like, uh, it wasn't too small, but there's probably about 30 rooms, but it's like, they call them junk boats, but they're super cute and, I mean, not crazy high luxury. I don't want to be rude, but... I. It was Southeast Asia, (laughs) and it was like a relatively affordable trip. (laughs) Um, But the scenery, it's an area that has 1,900 islands, and you just sail through them all. Oh, it was the coolest thing. 1,900? 1,900 little tiny islands that just jut out of – well, obviously, it's islands. I meant mountains. (laughs) 1,900 (laughs) little sections of mountains that just jut out of the ocean. It's just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like the whole time Josh and I were there, we'd be sailing, we'd be like, wow. 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 No, it's it's magnificent. Wow. And if any of our listeners have ever wanted to go to Southeast Asia, I did not get to Vietnam, but I spent a good two weeks in Thailand and it was phenomenal. I mean, the food, the people, the, the scenery, the beaches, Chiang Mai, the rainforest. It's just, it's a magical place. And um, it's just, it's a really special place of the earth. Okay, and now let's go through the reason why you and Josh are able to travel the world because you have your own business, it's an online business, and you have figured out how to create financial freedom in your life and enjoy Mm. doing it, right? I mean, 95% of the time, yeah. (laughs) What's the 5%? That's a good percentage. (laughs) Everyone's got their 5%, right? Exactly. (laughs) So how did you get started? I know that it was a long journey, but you got there and now you are thriving and you have this engaged group that is obsessed with you, including myself. So how did you get to where you guys are today? 
Well, we actually started back in early 2012 and we just started creating a simple one-off skincare affiliate site. And we didn't really know what the F we were doing. We just knew that we wanted to try our hand at building something together. Mm -hmm. And Josh had a tiny bit of experience in affiliate marketing. So he was like, I think we could do this. So we just dove head first into creating our first affiliate site. And the more we kind of got our feet wet with it, the more results we started getting, the more and more sites we started creating until we had about 32. And, and so, um, can I just go back? Yeah. Can you define affiliates for anyone yes, who's listening sorry. to Sure. Perfect. So affiliate site is just simply a site where you essentially review different products. Mm -hmm. And if someone clicks your link and goes and purchases the product, you get a commission because that link has a special tracking code, which the merchant can track back to your website. Yep. So it's a way to review products that products and services that you like, or maybe you don't mm -hmm. like, but hey, and <laughs> then you get a commission on the sale. Exactly. Yeah. If they go through and purchase within the time frame that they typically give you. Yep. Okay, go on. Yeah. So we just kept repeating the process, repeating the process until we had created full-time income and could essentially take our business on the road with us. And during that time, this was actually the year we were getting married. So word to the wise, maybe don't start a business with your fiance the year you're getting married. Oh, because, oops. Because I did that. It's really real. Susie did that too. <laughs> and I would say like, oh, I wonder if these, if this is ever going to get easier. And then the second year of our business is the first year we're married and, you know, divorce days are a real thing. So <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, we stuck it out. <laughs> and around that time in our first year of business, people were kind of starting to ask us, well, how do you guys make money? Like, what are you doing? Do you even work? Because we were just working online, right? And when you're surrounded by a bunch of nine to fivers, they don't really get what you're trying to do. So they say super helpful things like, what will you do if this business of yours doesn't work out? Right. <laughs> you know, so you're tr constantly trying to find people who get it and yeah. could, who can help you in your whole journey. So we started getting those questions and actually it was when we were in Costa Rica for our wedding that we had the idea for Screw the 9 to 5 and it was kind of a few rums in. And so, you're, so you're drinking, preparing for your wedding, planning, and you're like, I have a great business New business idea. venture. All the things really, yes. <laughs> it's funny how much drinking is playing into this whole story. <laughs> but sometimes when you're relaxed, that's when you have the best ideas. So That is true. That yeah. is when, when you shut off your sensor and when you're kind of open, I can't tell you how many, I'm a writer, I've written plays and screenplays, and I can't tell you when I shut off my sensor, i.e. Mm -hmm. when I've had some drinks, how many <laughs> ideas come to me. And I'm just like, okay, I'll just jot them down or I'll put them in my phone. Yeah. The best stuff comes to me when I'm on a juice cleanse, i.e. I drink wine at night. It's a liquid yeah. cleanse. <laughs> I love that that's your juice cleanse. I, I she just admitted it. You're <laughs> Not every time, but many times. Well, wait, grapes are juice. Exactly. That's it's my grape juice. <laughs> so I couldn't agree more. I also, similar to you, write all the things for our business. And I find that my best ideas or my best sentences or, you know, phrases or headlines come to me when I'm not actively thinking about it. So that's kind of what happened with the screw. We hit the ground running with it. We didn't really know what the F we were doing with it. We had no plan, no direction, no clarity, but we just threw ourselves in the deep end. And it's truly and honestly been a three and a half year process of just trying a bunch of different things, cutting the shit that doesn't work mm -hmm. and amping up what does. Absolutely. So it's just been a process. There's never been like a big break or the big secret. It's truly just been the act of sticking it out. You're not an overnight success. You have been working really hard to get to where you are. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't even, I don't want to sound like a dickhead or anything, but I still have so far to go. Jill, do you consider yourself a success? Okay. So I don't, again, I don't want to sound like an asshole, <laughs> but yes, I'm starting to finally wrap my head around that. I'm, even though I'm an Aquarius, I'm super hard on myself. And so mm. whatever I do or whatever I accomplish or whatever goal I set for myself and then achieve is never enough because then I just raise the, the bar. And I'm the exact same way as you. Like I am extremely hard on myself and my husband hates it. He always <laughs> says, can you please stop being so mean to yourself? And yeah. I'm not trying to. Yeah. I just have extremely high expectations. Exactly. And no. And that's and the reason I ask that is because for our listeners that are considering taking a leap of faith or following their passion – I want them to know that because I always assume the people that I view as successful 
never had that. They just went and they did it and they they got no to where fear. they needed they to had be. No, no fear. No fear and no problems. Yeah. And it just came to them and that I can't be that myself. And I've had to really work on my own thoughts and be like, nope, it's taking the steps. It's taking the action to get me to where I want to be yep. and having the faith. Totally. Yep. And I mean, you never know someone's business until you really, really know them. And even then, you probably don't know the whole story. Like I have some really great girlfriends who are in some really high places now and they have multiple seven figure businesses and they still get wrapped up in their own heads. They still doubt themselves. They still compare themselves. I don't think it ever stops. I don't think it ever gets easier. You just get better. Yes. That's a really good quote. I like that. Tweet it. <laughs> Tweet it to Jill Stanton. What is it? At Jill Stanton? At screw the nine to five, but really don't because I never go on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) I noticed as I tweeted you before, you're much more responsive in the Facebook group. (laughs) Very much so. (laughs) So what would your 16,500 members say? I think they would say you were a success, just FYI. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. But yeah, we've got so many people that listen. They're podcasters, they're health coaches, they're therapists, they're yoga teachers, they're bloggers. And what advice would you give to someone that's like, okay, I have an established business, but I want to take it to the next level? Yeah, I guess I would have to know what they're working with. Like, do they have a community? Because if not, that would be my first my first suggestion. Because from my point of view, community is everything. If they didn't have automated sales processes in their business, that would be my first suggestion. I I guess I would just have to know their situation a bit more, but it's always just identifying the shit that scares you a little bit and moving towards that. At least that's what I found when it comes to really doubling down on the momentum you're building. Yes. And that's what's worked best for us. Well, I like what you said about creating a community because that was your first advice to me on the cruise. Like, so we were on the first ever Podcasters Paradise cruise together. Hola. Yeah, it was so (laughs) fun. And Jill was one of the speakers. And I was just enamored by you and Josh because I felt like we follow people that we know, like, and trust. And Mm -hmm. there was a lot of amazing speakers there. But you really stood out to me as someone that I started to get to know, like, and trust. And I didn't know about you guys before the cruise. Mm -hmm. Join your email list. I was following you. I'm buying your classes. Like, I'm I'm a groupie, right? You created (laughs) a super fan out of me. And I know that all your 16,000 other people in your Facebook group are your groupies, like I am. They're your super fans. And you encouraged me on the cruise to start the Facebook group. And that's exactly Mm -hmm. what Susie and I did. And we don't have quite as many members as you, but it is amazing. It is our people. They are our friends. They are our fans. We interact with them. We talk to them. We give each other advice. Everyone is asking advice. I'm giving it. I'm getting it. I'm learning. It's fabulous. And how great is it? It's amazing. It's so great. Amazing, right? It warms my heart to read people's stories. They send their testimonials. They send their issues. And I don't have to answer every question. Everyone Mm -hmm. is in there going, oh, have you tried this supplement? Have you tried this website? Here's what worked for me. And everyone is sharing. And it's private. So you're not on the public page telling everyone your dirty Mm -hmm. laundry. You're in a private group of people you trust who are all trying to get healthier. And that's why we love it. Well, and I have two things to say about that. One, I have a girlfriend, Melissa Ramos, and she, I think I told you about her. Yeah, I know. um, I know about her. from Yeah, but go on. (laughs) Yeah. So she has a site called Sexy Food Therapy, and she started a Facebook group for the exact reason you just pinpointed right there. No one wants to share that stuff publicly, especially if they feel nervous or embarrassed or just a bit shy. And so private Facebook groups are the best way to build that kind of connection and that affinity with those kind of people. And then the second thing I wanted to say is when you said, I don't have as many people as you or as many members, that to me does not fucking matter. No, it absolutely doesn't. But truly, I would so much rather have 1,600 people versus 16,000 if it meant I was going to get the cream of the crop. If it meant that I was going to have people who are so hell bent on showing up in a big way in that group, helping people and actually creating a family atmosphere, I'd nix the other 14,400. Is that the right math? I'm drinking vodka. But seriously, that's what it comes down to for me. It's not about the numbers. That's just fucking vanity. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the connection. Well, but that, and that's the kind of flip side of it because you always think in terms of the web, it, it is about the numbers, but it's now it's about the actual numbers that engage and are involved and invested. And it's creating those relationships because now I know about people that listen to our podcast. I know about their lives. They're my 
my online friends. We're friends on Facebook. I'm following them as they're doing their marathons or as they're doing their yoga teacher training or as they're changing their diet, as they're losing weight. And we're friends and we're going through it together. Do you know how big that is for people that you actually show up and give a shit? That is so huge for people in our space now because not a lot of brands do that. Yeah. It is truly the minority of people who show up and stay present and actually give a damn. Yeah. It truly is. And that's why people, when you do that, people are like, what the hell? She's actually (laughs) asking me about me? Yeah. Because so much, we think we're so connected, but so much of that conversation is surface. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, it's more about getting deep and getting real and getting open and honest and and having the Facebook group where it's private enough, where people feel safe enough that to be vulnerable, yes, to be real, mm-hmm. so much more valuable. Huge. Huge. All right. And so we're going to do a whole section about Facebook groups, groups with Jill in our food Facebook heels. Facebook groups. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different it's a section. Whole it's a other kind of thing. There's groups and then there's gropes. <laughs> Never I mind gropes, pokes. But- <laughs> <laughs> Slip of the tongue. Forgive me, Food Heals Nation. I'm not drinking vodka, but me and Susie may be drinking red wine. It's grape juice. (laughs) It's organic. Okay. So we're going to do a whole section about this in our Food Heals VIP club. I did not mispronounce any of that. But um, Jill, let's go back to your story. And so you and Josh are these rock stars online. And so tell us about your dynamic and like how you met and how you figured out like this could work. We could work together and make something great. Okay. So we didn't start working together till we were probably together for about mm, three years almost. Mm -hmm. So I had been building, well, when we first met, I had an online TV show. You did? I had two. Can we watch it? Shit, no. (laughs) I'm so happy I did it when you could still erase shit from the internet. (laughs) And then as I got to know Josh, he had a software company. He was selling digital products. He had a business partner and I was learning so much from him. And he is so smart. Allison, you've met him. He just has such a knack for breaking down the complicated and making it so easy to understand. And he's such a good people manager and educator. And I was just like, how do I get some of that Mm -hmm. up in my business? (laughs) And he was kind of transitioning out of his old business. I was getting sick of my business, which at the time was social media management. Mm -hmm. And we just decided to test the waters. Like, let's just see if this could work. And it's really been a process. Truly, it's been a journey of ups and downs and really trying to figure out like how we best work together. So in the beginning, we were in each other's lanes. Everything was messy. Mm -hmm. We were constantly trying to micromanage. I was trying to work this side while he was trying to manage this side, but he would get in my lane. I would get in his lane. Mm -hmm. And it was just constant battling. And it sucked. And now after, you know, four and a half years working together, we've really started to identify each other's strengths. Like I know for a fact that I can trust Josh to have his whole side of the business, which includes things like tech, automation, automation strategy, marketing strategy, managing or hiring the team, just anything techie or SEO or Mm -hmm. automation or anything in that realm. Education. He does all our courses. He does all the teaching side of our webinars. He does all of our live calls for the most part, unless it's, you know, hot seats and there's both of us. Whereas I write all the things Mm -hmm. pretty much like I am the voice of the screw. I'm the one who does the interviews, clearly. I'm the one who reaches out, (laughs) connects with people. I'm the one who manages the community. I'm the touch point for the brand. That is my voice. I do all the copy, the content, the emails, the ads, the sales pages, all of that shit. So he doesn't remotely try and mess with my side of things. He trusts me that I have it, and I absolutely implicitly trust him that he has his side of things. Was it always that way? Hell No, thanks to taking the fascination test from Sally Hogshead, like back in 2014, we started realizing we have very different strengths and my weaknesses are his strengths and his weaknesses are my strengths. And once we realized that, we really backed off each other and let each other 
own our side of the business. So now if someone asks me about something to do with tech, I'm just like, that's a Josh question. Yeah. I literally don't even try to answer. I just defer to him. And you can see it in the webinars and in the classes. Like you are talking about what you're good at. He is talking about, he does the classes where it's like, here's how to log into WordPress and blah, blah, blah. And like, that's really important, right? That you guys have recognized who does what best. And then we can, as consumers of your content, learn from the best. Totally. And I, I mean, yeah, if I were to try and even remotely explain anything, people would be like, this bitch does not know what she's talking about. <laughs> How she re- gets so big. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, and I love your emails. Like your emails are something I model my own after because, and you have a whole thing about steal my email. So people can go online and literally get emails from you. But I love that because I think that your writing style is one of the most honest and frank and funny and interesting. And I'm so sick of the sales emails because I'm on a lot of email lists, way, Mm -hmm. way, way too many. But I'm on them because sometimes I can't even delete them because I'm like, I need a model of what to do and what not to do. Yeah. (laughs) I I hear you. I used to be the same thing until I was drowning in fucking newsletters. And I was like, unsubscribe, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. But I hear you. It's hard to know. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Right. And so it's hard to know what your voice sounds like if you don't have any sort of reference, any point of reference. So for me, I love the writing style of people like Danielle Laporte, mm-hmm. Ashley Amberger, Rebecca Tracy, who actually lives in, in Toronto. Who else? Jamie Jensen mm-hmm. and just certain. Okay. It's all chicks, but certain women (laughs) online who write like they speak. And I knew that for me, I struggle to not keep it real. (laughs) I can't effectively write in a way that's not me, that doesn't feel real to me. If something feels heavy, it will just come across as forced, inauthentic and just fall flat. So for me, I just write like I speak. It's exactly like if I were to write this conversation, I would write it exactly how I've been talking to you girls with the word fuck and all. Yeah. I know. And I appreciate that about you. And I like that realism. And that's why I'm attracted to the work that you do and the work that Josh does and the work that the screw does, because it feels authentic to me. Because, you know, Susie always says, like, I'm a New Yorker, I cuss. And I'm just like, everyone needs to like chill the F out and like, not worry about everything that, you know, we get emails about people saying like, okay, you can't say this, you can't say this, that really offended me. And I'm like, I'm sorry if this podcast is not for you. And someone said, you know, my children are listening. I said, I'm sorry, you should not have your children listen. Exactly. And so I'm so I'm sorry. No, just that we're unapologetic as you are. And I really appreciate that about your business. Zero F's your business, your rules. Yeah. Someone doesn't like it. I remember someone I wrote an email and it's we were in Thailand at the time. And I said, it's hot as balls degrees Celsius. Someone wrote to me and said, I am so offended that you said hot as balls. (laughs) I wrote back unsubscribe then or get to step in. I don't care. And I feel like once you eliminate that desire to be liked by everyone and you just realize that the people who like you are your people and the rest who don't, that's fine. They can go somewhere else. That's like when the real creative freedom comes in, I find. Well, you know, if you're, I I remember taking a marketing course for actors and artists and, um, and this lady had said, you know, if everyone likes you, you're not trying hard enough. You're not being real enough. It's like, we're not trying to be NBC or CBS or you know, trying to market to every broad kind of, we're trying to find our people. We're trying to find the people that that resonate with us, with what we're saying, with what we want, we're, we're interested in, what we believe. And that's not going to be everybody. We're going to piss some people off and that's yes. okay. Yeah. And I remember on the cruise, even someone said, I forget who it was, maybe you remember, but you haven't made it until you get your first negative review. Oh, yes. I don't remember who said that, but I totally agree with that. And so you get a negative review and you're like, oh, man, this sucks. No, celebrate. (laughs) I remember one time my mom, my mom loves to attend like all our things. She's in my Facebook group. She's in our, she's in Screw You's Facebook group. She's Mm -hmm. on my email list. She comes to all of our webinars. She is like a stage five clinger. So (laughs) um, (laughs) I remember I got an email from a lovely gentleman who, (laughs) oh, Nicks out the really bad words because there was like the C word in there. But he's like, <laughs> you're effing pathetic. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. And went on and on. Oh, wow. And so knowing my mom loves <laughs> hearing all the praise and all that sort of stuff, I was like, mom, I got a great email. We were at her place in Florida at the time. <laughs> and she's like, oh, let, read it to me. <laughs> and I was like, dear Jill, <laughs> you are fucking pathetic. <laughs> And her face just dropped. And she's like, oh, my God, what are you going to do? And I was like, 
unsubscribe him. I don't give yeah. any fucks about that because yeah. he's not our people. Yeah. You know, like once you have that clarity, it doesn't bother you anymore. Yeah, I think that's really important. And that was a big realization for me to stop trying to be and this is when the podcast started was when I was running my business trying to please everyone and trying to be uber professional. Hi, this is Allison Melody. How can I help you with your business? You know, and it was fake. And it was not me. And the more authentic I am, the more clients I create, you know, the more people come to me for help, because they're coming for me and my services. But yep. mostly, you don't want someone's services that you don't get along with, that you don't know, like, and trust, that you don't, like, think totally. that are being authentic. And I wasn't being authentic. I was being fake professional alley. Not only that, mm-hmm. like, if you go, so I do a lot of, I'll, I'll check out meditations on YouTube all the time, right? Mm-hmm. All the time. And they're lovely. They're, there's serene music in the background and rainfall and waterfall. <laughs> and, and it's meant to, like, build your self-esteem or make you peaceful. And you'll still get people that will give it a thumbs down. You're never going to please, <laughs> right? You're never going to please everybody. So don't even try. I to- thought you were going to say, Amen, there's, then I found the meditation, the fuck it meditation, which is the best oh, I one. Love those. Yeah, I yeah. got to find it. It's so good. I'm going to have to post this in the show notes. It's, she's, <laughs> she's looking at it right now. Is Why it, didn't you tell me about that? I don't know. Fuck it meditation. Oh my God, it's the best. Is it fuck it? Sorry, I'm going to Fuck that. An honest meditation. It's on YouTube. Look it up. It's and so and how many next? Oh, oh, it's got 1,066 thumbs down. And 66,045 thumbs up. So even See? with the fuck it meditation and an honest <laughs> meditation, it's got a thousand thumbs down. So you're of always going to find people that are going to put you down just because of the way humanity is. I don't know. Jill? Yeah, it's keyboard courage, man. That's all it is. Yeah. Right? Guaranteed those people would not behave this way if they were in your face. In no. person. Exactly. Yeah. And all that your negative comments show you is how the person feels about themselves. It's got nothing to do with you. Amen, sister. Preach. Preach. (laughs) I will. Preach it. All right. So let's talk about really why you are an entrepreneur and how this has allowed you to create the life that you want to live rather than being strapped to a desk, rather than bartending, rather than doing a life you didn't want to live. I think it's just always, I've never responded well to people telling me what to do. My parents will be the first ones to say, like, (laughs) she was always supposed to be an entrepreneur. Jill, Jill, I have a question. What's your your sign? Cancer. Okay. Yeah. So I'm a nurturer, which actually plays into my whole community focus. Yeah, Um, you're nurturing the entrepreneurs of tomorrow. 100%. Well, I'm just like, I just love everyone. (laughs) I just... (laughs) want to know all the things of their lives. Like if they're posting something, I'm like, Ooh, what happened there? Oh, update me on this. I'm just nosy pretty much. I call it nurturing, <laughs> but really it's just me being a nosy bastard. But yeah. So for being an entrepreneur, I just never pictured myself having a boss. I am the worst person to tell. Like, if you tell me what to do, I'll be like, why? Okay. And just leave it at that. Like, Why? I remember when I was bartending in or serving when I was on the Gold Coast, when I first moved to Australia and I blew through all my money. (laughs) And so I took a serving job and the owner of the restaurant, her name was Rose. And she was appalled, actually physically appalled at how I set the table. (laughs) And she was like, oh my God, you put the fork on the right or whatever bullshit it was. And she made me tried to make me redo all the tables. And I looked at her, I was like, no, Rose, (laughs) no one is going to notice and no one is going to care. Like it just, no. (laughs) So that's really, really when it was hammered into my head that I should not be working for anyone else. That is so funny. That reminds me exactly of my, one of my best friends growing up her household was run so differently than mine. We we ate dinner from the TV in her house. You had to, the children made the table, everything in the napkin had to be in its place, the plates, the, oh, the forks had, and I would always like be making, I would put the forks in the wine glasses and like try to be funny <laughs> and weird because I didn't like like the way it, it had to be a certain way. I was like, fuck that. You know, my little kid didn't say fuck, but it probably said, screw that man, you know? Yeah. So I, did, I wanted to be alternative and different. So I would put the forks in there and I would like wait for the mom to start yelling. Allison, who on earth put the fork in the wine glass? And then me and my best friend would run away and like hide in the basement until she got over it. But then and then she would have to go and fix everything. But like that story is so funny because I was the same way. I was like, I can't have someone telling me what to do and that it has to be done this way because I think it can be done in a lot of different ways. And I can't say in anyone that has 
there's only one way. I'm like, Truth. there's so many ways to accomplish any goal, no matter what. I would be the asshole who would be like pointing at my friend being like, it was her. <laughs> <laughs> She's a delinquent. <laughs> I don't think I had the courage to do that, but I was just like, let me do something badass and run away. <laughs> Forks in the wine glasses. I'm so extreme. I, know, I, thought, I thought it was a big deal. I was like, I listen to Pearl Jam. Okay. It was. This is North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, it was. All right, we'll be right back with Jill, and we're going to talk about some of her favorites. Food Heals Nation, are you looking for the perfect scheduling tool for your business? Are you sick and tired of sending emails back and forth and wasting your precious time on scheduling your clients? If so, we've got the solution for you. That's right. If you own a massage business, a therapy practice, a yoga studio, and we know many of you do, or even host a podcast like us, Acuity is the only scheduling and time management tool you will ever need. Take it from us. Acuity allows you to schedule clients without sacrificing your soul. And automate your client bookings, cancellations, reminders, and even payment with one click and zero frustration. You're here to make yourself money, not make yourself crazy. Clients can see your real-time calendar availability, self-select the time that works best for them, and easily book and pay for their own appointments in advance, sparing you those stress headaches, mix-ups, and grunts of frustration. Before we had Acuity, we were spending a ton of time and energy with back and forth emails, trying to book guests and sending them questions and having to constantly follow up and send reminders. But Acuity changed everything. Yep, Acuity has completely automated our process and freed up our time to focus on the things we love to do, like providing our Food Heals Nation with high-quality content. Yes, so now instead of a mess of emails, we send our guest a booking link. They choose a time that works for them. They fill out our information form, which includes links to their website, their bio, their photo, and all the information we need, all in one place. Then the booking syncs automatically with our calendars and poof, we're done. Such a time saver. Such a lifesaver. And Acuity does so much more. Yes, you can automatically send branded and customized confirmations, reminders, and follow-ups via email or text message, and even accept payments and tips through Stripe, PayPal, Braintree, and Authorize.net with the click of a button. Get started today. Go to acuityscheduling.com slash foodheals to get a 45-day trial. That's an amazing deal, Food Heals Nation. It's usually 14 days, but we scored an exclusive discount for you, acuityscheduling.com slash foodheals. We love it, and we know you will too. You are listening to the Food Heals Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. All right, we're back with Jill, and we're going to go through some of her favorite things, whether it's her favorite drinks or her favorite business tools. We're going to find out. All right, let's just start with some business stuff. What's your favorite website building tool? I know this might be a Josh question, but in your opinion. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> website building tool, like to build a website from the ground up? Yeah. Like, are oh. you a WordPress person? Or are you an easy yes. Okay. WordPress. Yeah. We use, right now we use a combo of ClickFunnels, XTheme, and obviously WordPress. ClickFunnels, XTheme, and WordPress. Okay. And then you have a membership site. So mm -hmm. for people that want to build a membership site, there are so many options these days. Yes. Like, what do you guys use? Is there something else that you would recommend? Like, what do you think about that? Well, it depends what kind of membership site you want. Okay. We have a forum. So the software we use is called IPS Community Suite. Again, that's a forum, but we house all our content, all our courses, our live calls, everything like that inside the forum threads. Right. So it's an easy way for people to navigate. Well, it's a forum, so it's not always the easiest, but we're fixing that. <laughs> but it's easy because it's all just in one place. It has the community element, the training element, the discussion element. It's fantastic for the kind of business we want to run or the kind of membership we want to run. Alternatively, if you're going to have like a content-based membership, so ours is more heavily discussion-based, i.e. we're not creating a new course every single month on a certain editorial deadline. If you want to run that kind of membership, 
you could use something like ClickFunnels. I'm not sure. I mean, I've never run that kind of membership, but my go-to would be ClickFunnels when we created our product Addicted. And actually all of our standalone products that we sell in our sales funnels that we fracture out from ScrewU is all housed inside ClickFunnels. So we create these one-off membership sites. So if you wanted to create a content-driven membership site, my go-to would be ClickFunnels. Mm -hmm. If not, I've heard great things about, you know, the new Kajabi, Kajabi or I know. I was just Member Mouse. Yeah. And then there's other things that like if you use Infusionsoft, you can use their plugins like iMember360, I think it is. So for me, I've only ever had experience with IPS Community Suite. When we had just a standalone digital product, we used Pilot Press, iMember360, and I can't remember the other one, but it was terrible. <laughs> so I, I probably shouldn't even mention it anyways. So if it hasn't been mentioned, it's terrible. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and when you were doing affiliates, what was a good one that was really giving you income? What was one that if anyone wanted to start signing up with affiliates, what's a good one you would recommend? What's one of your favorites? Okay. So we had a few because our skincare site ended up being an authority site in that it had over 300 posts on it. Mm. Then we had a standalone site on <laughs> natural breast enhancement, which I made my girlfriend try and oh. it worked actually. And really? so I took all pictures for it. Yeah. So then we had a standalone site for that, which was only four pages and that made you know, it would go up and down in the search engines, but when it was cranking, it was making about $4,000 a month just itself wow. versus the skincare site, which was making around five. And but I mean, was that was a beast. Supplement? I want, I actually want to shrink mine, but in case Susie or someone on the podcast <laughs> wants to increase their... It's kind of the exact opposite of that, <laughs> but it was called natural full. Natural full. Does it still exist? I'm not sure because we sold, we sold those sites a few years ago, back in 2014. Oh, so that's interesting. So something else you can do... Create yes, you can the sell affiliate yourself. site and then sell it for a profit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Very smart. All right. So what is one of your favorite hobbies? Mm. Gin? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the I would say the actually, juniper berry. It doesn't sound like a hobby, but one of my most favorite things to do, I would do it every single day if I could. I only can't because I don't have the view that facilitates it, is to watch sunsets. <laughs> I am such a sunset whore and I know that doesn't sound like a hobby, but it truly brings me the most joy outside of obviously my husband and family and, you know, business. But hobby wise, I would say traveling. I love nothing more than experiencing new places, just walking around, taking in the scenes and just taking in the vibe. And so when you're traveling, are you a work travel person that's always working while they're traveling or do you take specific time off to travel? Or do you do a little combination of both? I used to, or we used to always work on our vacations yeah. and we never noticed that until recently when I said to Josh, do you know that we have not had a vacation in over two years where we haven't worked? And the only time, the only reason we had that in 2014 was when I told you that we went to Halong Bay, Vietnam, and there's no cell reception or no Wi-Fi. Thank God. That was the only reason we couldn't work. So when we go to Positano, Italy this year in September, we're completely unplugging. That is so nice. I'm pretty pumped about it, to be honest. I'm interested to see if I can actually do it because Wait, I have a real hard time turning when off. Are you, when are you in Positano? <laughs> in September. In September. Beautiful time. Yeah. At the, yeah, uh, That's one of my favorites. So I studied abroad in Italy for an entire year. And one of my favorite places in the world is just the Amalfi Coast, all of that area <laughs> of Italy. It's spectacular. It looks ridiculous. It's spectacular. It is spectacular. How long you were you there for? Probably like only six days, but I mean, I took the harrowing bus ride from Naples <laughs> down. I was a student, right? So I was studying, I was living yeah. in Bologna and Siena, and I just traveled all over the place, and it is spectacular. I can't wait. I, th I think it's actually, in terms of, tra I, I, I don't know, I don't check out travel sites, but I love to travel as as we all do, as as Allison and as you Jill just described, and it is it's just magnificent. You're I can't you're gonna wait. be blown away, and and, and we have and we have similar tastes because I've been to Thailand and yes, this is gonna fucking blow your mind. <laughs> I'm and the such, food is I absurd. I'm gonna eat all the things. Absurd. <laughs> I'm gonna eat all the oh, things. Enjoy, my friend. Enjoy. And I'm just such a view whore, so I'm just oh. The selfies. I can't even. There are lemons. It's all cliffside villages, right? Up and down the Amalfi Coast. So like one of the things I remember 
is that you're just walking up to your hotel or your your pensione or whatever, wherever you're staying, there's lemons rolling down the street because they fall uh-huh. from trees and they just roll. And I remember like the, the movie, like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, but it's like <laughs> Attack of the Lovely Lemons. Like this is lemons rolling down the street. It's, it's beautiful. Oh my God. I can't wait. That sounds amazing. All right. So... When you're traveling, you're reading books, tell us about, are you reading business books? Or are you reading trashy novels? What are some of your favorites? I'm the world's worst reader. Like, <laughs> I really, really am. I'm not even afraid to admit it anymore. For so long, I was like, no, I really enjoy a good book. No, I'm the world's worst reader. <laughs> not for you. The only, <laughs> the only book I've read lately, and I listened to it on an audiobook, is hands down my favorite business book I've read out of the whole, like, five and it's Profit First. Mm, I Have you heard, heard of, of that? One. No. Oh, my God. Get it immediately. It will change the entire way you view the financial structure of your business. Like, it is a game changer. It's a life changer. Wow. That's so interesting. It's huge. Okay. It's I'm big. excited. I'm reading a Tony Robbins run right now. It's called Master Your Money Game, and it's really, oh, yeah. really good. And then John Oliver, you guys, was on TV. It was, I watched it yesterday, so it must have been a couple Fridays ago, But because um, I'm on DVR, so I would watch things and late. He's on Sundays. But he did – oh, he's a – sorry. Anyway, so he did an entire thing destroying the financial industry, but also telling you exactly what you need to do, like find a fiduciary instead of yes. like all this stuff. Saw it was it. so good. Yeah. And that's exactly what the Tony Robbins book is about. And it's a little bit of, um, you know, let go of the fears around money and, and, and know that you can have abundance. But it's also like hardcore financial information about how to run a business to make and it And all successful. the BS that's going on in the United States about financial industries and advice and yeah. all that crap. No, and any advice you get, who who are they being paid by to give that advice? Yep. Go ahead, mm-hmm. sorry. Sorry, Jill. Well, I was just going to say profit first. The beauty of that is that it's more suited towards businesses, obviously, but it ensures that the systems you set up in your business are always making sure that your business is healthy. You mm-hmm. are always making sure that your business profits first and then paying yourself next. So it's making your business work for you rather than you having to work for your business. I love it. It changed my whole mindset on it. And now I've never thought I would say this. I honestly never thought I would say this. I look forward to the 10th and the 25th, which is the days he suggests that you do your bookkeeping or your allocations. I look forward to those. I'm like, shit, yes, it's the 10th. I get more money. (laughs) It's so exciting because the system he gives you is so easy to implement no matter what stage. Profit first. Yeah. Okay. By Mike. I can't. Michalowicz. <laughs> okay, you got Michalowicz. it. Michalowicz. <laughs> Polish. Oh, you guys and you should listen me. to the audiobook because he is so freaking funny and he goes off book and he tells his own stories. And it's he, just and he so reads good. his own is he reads his own book? Uh, yeah, he reads his own book. Yeah, that's like that, Gary Vee. When you li- if you read his books, they're great, but if you listen to him, he's like, All right, I'm gonna go off book right now. I'm gonna tell you all this other See, great stuff. And that is so I love it when an author actually reads their book and it's good because I yeah. Jill, you don't you may not know this about me, but I'm a voiceover artist and I've done a lot of audiobooks. I've read other audiobooks and produced them for other people and and you can tell by her some, lovely voice. Thank I was going to say, I did not know that, but I can see. Now you do. Um, <laughs> but it's sometimes it's so funny because sometimes when an author reads a book, their own their own work, it doesn't serve. Like you listen to it and you're like, mm-hmm. uh, I think more more importantly for fiction. But there is a certain panache that you need to have in order to reach people in an audio fashion, which is what we're trying to do here. Love it. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. What's your favorite social media management tool? Mm, Edgar, for sure. I knew it. Yeah. Mine too. <laughs> Mine too. No. It's the um, only way I can actually keep up any amount of profiles other than my group. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot right now, but that one is just so clean and so easy to use. And it's like 50 bucks a month, but it's totally worth it if you're doing a lot with social media. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay, so we were part of the first ever Podcast Paradise Cruise, and I'm so sad that they're not doing it this year. I know. What are some conferences or events that you go to or you recommend people going to if they want to, you know, bring their business to the next level, start a membership site, start a podcast, anything like that? The only one I've been to this year so far is Funnel Hacking by Russell Brunson and Mm -hmm. ClickFunnels. So we're ClickFunnels junkies. So that one made sense for us. But also because we live and die by sales funnels. So that to us was 
a fantastic event. Last year, I really loved traffic and conversion. I'd love to go back to it next year. And then I personally love small intimate events. It's just, it so happens there's not many of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the ones that typically do run are, you know, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars. But if he had another one, I would hands down go to Stu McLaren's membership site workshops he hosts. So he's, he's coming out with the membership site program, but he was our coach last year and he really helped us figure out the structure and how we are going to run what is now screw you. So I would hands down pay whatever he charged to go to that. Oh, that's really good information because Susie and I are working on our membership site. So I would love to look into that. And can you go back to sales funnel and can you tell Food Heals Nation a little bit exactly what a sales funnel is and why it's imperative to know what it is? Because I used to not know or understand why I needed one. Yeah. So it's just pretty much, I look at it as the journey I take someone through our site that leads them ultimately towards becoming a a customer or some sort of transaction, whether that's opting into our list or purchasing one of our products, whatever it is, I view it as the journey you take them on that serves them and adds to your bottom line. For me, that's what it is. So we live and die by this in our, our business. We run by what we learned from James Schramko. He calls it the octopus model. Mm -hmm. So essentially, and Allison, you would have heard us talk about this in our podcast cruise talk, but this is how much we love it. (laughs) So think of the head of the octopus as your core offer. For us, that's screw you. Mm -hmm. Then the tentacles of your octopus are your different sales funnels that lead people towards your core offer. So for example, an example of a tentacle that we use is our sales funnel funnel. So we have a funnel and sales funnels. So here's how that works for us. We start with what we call a read magnet, which is just essentially a piece of killer free content. So for example, I have one that the title is how to create a dangerously effective automated sales funnel. Right. Then once you're reading that, I prompt you to opt in, like you had said, to steal my emails. Mm -hmm. So that is the lead magnet for that particular funnel because I know, or I've heard in my group, so many people say, I want to do sales funnels. I just don't know what to say. So I was like, okay, well, light bulb, I know what to say. So I'll just give them my emails. So it's a no brainer next step and it's congruent and relevant to the post they just read. So they're like, of course I'd opt in for that because I just read all these things about sales funnels and I don't know what to say. This solves that problem. Yes. Then once someone has opted in for that, we present them with what it's like essentially an intro offer, but we call it a value driven offer. So we'll have yet another piece of free content. So at the top we say, while you're waiting for your emails to land in your inbox, read this and it's, or watch this. And it's another piece of content that builds upon that topic and then leads into yet again, a hyper relevant offer. So in this case, once you opt in to seal my emails, you then are given the chance to grab our course, perfect sales funnel. So everything follows a path. Everything's fluid. Everything mm-hmm. is congruent and relevant. So there's no disconnect there. Yeah. Then if you've chosen to purchase perfect sales funnel, I'll then send you down a sequence that says, okay, you've mastered sales funnels, but you obviously know that sales funnels aren't the be all end all in business. However, we covered this, 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 and this inside screw you. Here's the offer to join. And I constantly move people from you know, passive readers to active subscribers to new customers into lifetime members. That's or not amazing. lifetime, but monthly, and a lot of them stay. <laughs> yeah, and you're the first person I ever heard talk about read magnets. Is that mm-hmm. an original? That yeah, Josh came up with that, but the blog post idea and like sending traffic to a blog post is not an original idea. But the word or the phrase read magnet is is a Josh Stanton original. Oh, I love it. No, it mm-hmm. really made sense to me. Like it helped me understand sales funnels a little bit. So kudos to him. For- so happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, Jill. So where can everyone find you online? Join your free community, join your paid community, stalk you on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the easiest way to come hang out with me is inside our free Facebook group and that's at screwcommunity.com. Or if you want to check out what we're doing in Screw You, you can go to joinscrewyou.com. And that's just the letter U, not like screw you, Allison. Yeah. Just <laughs> screw you as a university. University. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so joinscrewyou.com. I love that. And then are you guys on every other social media platform? Just screw the nine to five. 
yeah, Instagram. Other than that, I don't really mess with other ones. I just stick with what I know and like. <laughs> no, and actually, that's an important point. So Food Heals Nation, if you're starting a business, you don't have to be everywhere. You have to be on the ones that your audience is on, mm-hmm. right? And then dedicate your yes. time to that. Don't dedicate. If you put a little bit of effort in everything, you're never going to make it anywhere. So put your effort into where your audience is on a couple instead of all of them. Love it. Perfect. All right. Can you leave us with a tweetable? Oh, damn. Put me on the spot. I would say my biggest tweetable would be to do do one thing each and every day for your business and you'll build an unstoppable amount of momentum. That is fabulous. You came up with that in like two seconds. That, <laughs> that was is like, fantastic. Think of something good, Stanton. No, the, funny, <laughs> the funny thing is, that you, I'm sure you don't remember, but you emailed me one. It was don't settle for conventional screw the nine to five, which I love okay. as well. Damn, I'm just full of them when I'm drinking vodka. I'm just flowing. <laughs> You're flowing. You're on fire. So if you like those tweetables, tweet them to at screw the nine to five. Tweet them to us at Food Heals Nation. Use the hashtag Food Heals Podcast so we can see your posts. Thanks for being here, Jill. We really appreciate it. Jill, thank Thanks you for so having me. much. It was so much fun. So much fun. We have a special announcement. That's right. You've heard us talking about and hinting at some of the exciting things we're working on for you. Today, we are thrilled to announce the pre-launch of the Food Heals VIP Club. Not launched yet. We're going to launch soon. We want to tell you all about it now. The Food Heals VIP Club is a members-only club. It's a holistic lifestyle brand where Susie and I will teach you strategies and classes in the fields of nutrition, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. (laughs) You know Allie's happy when she's singing. Those are our favorite things. (laughs) Those are my favorite things. For real, we love talking about them. We love having guests on to talk about them, and we love teaching them to you. To learn more about what we're offering, go to foodhealsvip.com. Should we give them a little... Should we give them a little taste of what we're working on, Allie? I think I think we should. All right. <laughs> we're working on classes developed specifically for you, our Food Heals Nation. So we asked you what you wanted. You told us what you wanted. And now we're answering. The classes we are developing now include Dream Bigger, How to Become a Manifestation Maven. Yes, a podcast green light, marketing and monetization success strategies. The Vitality Cleanse, How to Heal Your Body from the Inside Out. And we have so much more to come. Sign up now to be one of the first to hear about the launch of the exclusive Food Heals VIP Club and get a discount code for 20% off your membership for life. For life. That's like forever. I know. Like it never expires. Nope. Who else does that? No one does that. No one. Because we want to make it easy and affordable for you to be a part of the club. For life means you will get a discount for any classes we offer anytime. So the site hasn't launched yet. Please bear with us. We will have so many classes available soon. Just get on the mailing list. You can find out all the dirty details. That's foodhealsvip.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately. (laughs) 